You're so handsome, she said cheerfully. High Five's eyes filled with dread. Then the troll popped up out of a pile of garbage. I disagree, he said. You're the, ugly, you're the ugliest hand I've ever seen. High Five backed away. No, not you, no. Oh, is that a hangnail? The troll asked, pointing. Get away from me, troll, High Five cried. I gotta get out of here. The troll smiled smug- sm The troll smiled smugly. You can't. You're in the trash. At the end of the day, the trash gets emptied. And we're all gonna die. Authorized Crumbs, a series where we examine the best pieces of art ever made. From 102 Dalmatians to the Cheetah Girls, colon, One World, to the Emoji Movie, can you believe it? Crumbs are explorations of stories so accomplished and staggering that God themselves would quake at their title page. What an interestingly grammatical, like, I, the way you've constructed that, Andrew, is so interestingly agnostic. Okay. <laughs> crumbs agnostic on god's gender for sure yeah it makes it hard um it doesn't it's fine cut that out okay crumbs address the great social issues of our time as well as the shifting mores of the past showing how humanity's past chapters indelibly shape its future goals and perhaps the vicious cycle of our sins is doomed to repeat <laughs> <laughs> no, just kidding. Emoji movie so bad. Not good. It's really, really bad. <laughs> the Emoji Movie is a 2017 American computer animated science fiction comedy. Wikipedia always coming in with too many modifiers. Also barely Produced, a comedy, I would say. I was rolling. <laughs> this thing had me cracking up. <laughs> Who cares who it was produced by? It was directed by Taoni, Tony Leondis. Uh, and the plot of it is that Jean Meh, uh, who is a an emoji whose whole lot in life is that he must uh, emote the meh uh, emotion, fails to do so at a crucial moment and is on the run for his life as other emojis hunt him down to be executed. Uh, and then there's also a ticking clock of the human that owns the phone is going to wipe the phone because of the meh emoji and how much it's fucking everything up. And anyway, it's very stressful. It's like a, it's a, it's the thriller of our time. The novelization of the emoji movie was written by Tracy West and published by Centum Books in 2017. Oh, and Sony Pictures Animation. Got to give them props. Mm -hmm. Hannah, do you sometimes like think to yourself, how lucky am I to get to critically talk about the things that the 
authorized novelizations podcast throws my way. Sometimes I do feel that way. Yeah. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Sometimes. You weren't uh you weren't feeling you weren't feeling the uh the emotion in this one cuz there was a lot of it. I okay. Here's my opening thoughts on the emoji movie. You said we're doing the emoji movie and I said I refuse to read that book. I will not engage with that. And you said that's okay. You can just watch the movie. That's what I did. So that's part one. Uh-huh. Part two is I watched the movie this afternoon when all I wanted to be doing was watch, be watching MASH, and instead I had to watch the Emoji movie. So that's part two. Part three is that, like, every time I was like, oh, this is actually kind of charming. Maybe it kind of works. Maybe it's kind of cute. It would do something so disgustingly capitalistic that I would, like, vomit <laughs> and hate it again. Um, every time I'd be like, maybe this is a good voice performance by T.J. Miller. This is a charming character. I'd be like, but it, the world makes no sense, and why am I forced to engage with this? And I hated it at the end. I was mad. Well, you say that you were forced to watch this, but it is a movie where the credits begin rolling at 77 minutes in. Yeah, I mean, it's short, sure. And yet, I could have fit four episodes of MASH in there, at least. Let's pull on that thread. So what what do you mean that there this movie was disgustingly capitalistic? As we said, the basic plot is that Gene Matt is on the run because he's bad at being an emoji. <laughs> what happened in the plot that made you think, ew? Um, I, I think it's mostly that, like, clearly they spent a lot of money on getting, like, real apps to use. So there's a lot of, like, Facebook, that's neat. Instagram, that's improved my life. Dropbox, that's my only avenue towards a happier existence. Um, To the point where I googled, like, who owns Dropbox? Is it Facebook? Because maybe Facebook made this movie. Um, Stuff like that that just really creeped me out. I guess maybe it's unavoidable if you're making a movie that takes place inside of a phone. But Yeah, well, there's really two avenues if you're doing a movie like this. It's it's sort of the product placement debate, right? Like, for a Mm -hmm. while... TV was so anti-product placement that you would just watch a TV show and they'd be like, I'm going to go get a coffee at Starbucks. <laughs> and you're like, this is actually quite frustrating. Um, but the yeah. al- alternative of just plugging all of these apps does, in fact, feel crazy gross. It did to me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me find... Especially for a movie where ostensibly the moral of the movie is it's okay to be different, it's okay to be yourself, that's what makes you special and valuable is the unique parts about you. To then be like, but what you should be doing is conforming to social media norms and engaging with these things at all times. Just feels like they're saying different things, you know? Uh, Yes, let me find... Oh, yes, okay. Here's an example of why using brand names might be good. So (laughs) in the movie, there's a very annoying part where Gene, who's a little yellow circle because he's an emoji, falls into Candy Crush. This is an interesting thing we haven't seen in a novelization before, and it's kind of fun that you don't have any idea what I'm about to say. We know that novelizations are often written while the movie is still in production from a script. And in this case, there are so many name drops in the movie that the studio appears to have chickened out on assuming they would get Candy Crush. And so 
On page 57 of the novelization, it reads, He unexpectedly gave Gene a high five, startling him. Gene lost his balance and staggered backward, getting closer to the edge of the platform. Gene, high five cried. Gene fell off the platform and plummeted onto the top row of stones. Music started playing. Gene didn't know it, but he had just fallen inside the Stone Smash app. It was lunchtime at Alex's high school. Alex was standing in the cafeteria line behind Addie, the girl he liked. He was just about to say something to her when, twee, 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 his phone started playing the theme to the Stone Smash app. Addie looked well, they back got at him. it, though. Good for them. <laughs> they got it, but it's just funny that they were like, let's not get sued. Like, I don't want to <laughs> have to, I don't want to have to pull copies of this book. Yeah. I mean, I think that version of product placement where you're like, well, I recognize that this is Candy Crush or a Candy Crush equivalent game, but we're not giving Candy Crush money. I respect a lot more. Not respect. I don't know. Prefer, I guess. It, giving them money and just that you're giving them publicity. Yeah, and probably you paid them something for the rights to use their thing, right? I don't know if that's a thing, and, like, I'm obviously, I truly don't know anything about this, but, like, where's the line? Because I can I can put a car or Starbucks in a movie, and it's, like, it's depiction mm-hmm. that I can just argue that it's part of the world. I, I think the only times it gets really dicey is when you have someone who's, like, like harmed Right. In the depiction or something like that. I mean, At which Gene, Gene is does have a bad time. and traumatized <laughs> by this experience. I, my kids used to love Candy Crush. Then they saw the Emoji movie and they keep just saying, that's what killed Gene meh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I mean, I think that the Emoji, sorry, the Candy Crush sequence works for me because it feels like it's introducing a piece of product placement that is like moving the story forward like it's not just there to be there like the facebook stuff is mm-hmm. it it is like progressing the story and the relationships between the characters so it you know felt more acceptable than them just like dipping their head into Facebook or YouTube and being like, oh, this is fun. Okay. Oh, you recognize this? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't like that as much. Let's talk about Toy Story. Okay. Because this is happening because of Toy Story. <laughs> okay. The the idea I, I <clears throat> people make fun of when. Studios will pick up on some very, very flimsy thing and go, maybe this is the concept for a movie. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, Toy Story, which now, of course, seems like a dynamite idea to all of us, probably seems stupid when it was first pitched. What if your toys are alive and they have their own internal lives? Like, back before that comes out, that probably sounds really like it doesn't have meat on the bone. And I kind sure, you know of it's understand. It's a lot thinner than that. I the agree. Concept of emojis. This is this is gruel. This is like <laughs> this is the thinnest shit possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but the fact that the idea still hits sometimes. I mean, people were making fun of the idea that there was going to be a Lego movie. Well, like the thing about Toy Story and Legos as a thing is that they are both about like imaginative things, right? Like. 
toys are things you play with, you tell stories with them, you imagine who they are, right? Mm -hmm. So the fact that they might actually be those things and come alive when you're not in the room, like tracks. Same thing with Legos. Legos are things that you play with and you engage with and you tell stories with and you create worlds with. And maybe those things are real and you can play with that. Emojis don't have that. They don't have that at all. No. No, they don't. And and in fact, they Such are a heavy pigeonholed. Lift. They're they're definitionally mm-hmm. pigeonholed into emoting the thing they emote. Yeah, the basic premise of this movie don't make no goddamn sense. There's no way to spin it where you're like, okay, I see that. No, it makes no freaking sense. That's not how it works. Okay. What I think you're maybe not understanding, Hannah, is that the emojis in our phone are like walking around and talking. And every time we need to use one, they have to get in a little box where they're essentially <laughs> photographed mm-hmm. to be sent to yeah. whoever we're texting. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. actually mm-hmm. a far more complicated process than you would assume as a phone user. Is right. I feel like maybe sure. what you're not picking up on. No, 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 I get that. I guess like, mm-hmm. so there's still like code though, right? They are not coded. They're, they're not like, by, uh, by, uh, they're not made of, they're made of code. Like, they're not made of anything. Okay. So, like, if your phone has a bunch of emojis in it that live their lives, okay. Uh-huh. I can maybe get on board with that. All right. And your emojis have to only do one thing. Okay, sure. Cool. And maybe one of them is messed up and can do multiple things. And that's crazy. And that throws their whole world upside down. Yeah, okay. I'm with you mm-hmm. on that. Why would there be multiple meh emojis living in your phone, right? Question one, makes no sense. Why does he have parents? Why does no one else have parents? What's going on? What is the society? I don't get it. Also, it's obvious that most of them can express multiple emotions. They just do it through the lens of their main emotion. Like Miss Smiley or whatever is clearly not, she is actively always smiling, but she feels other things. She can express other emotions. The rules are confusing to me. Yeah, I I think that the implication is that everyone does have parents who express the exact same emotion that they do. Now, now to get into the specifics of how that culture works feels kind of dark. Because <laughs> it's like, okay, you are born of the poop emoji. Your only calling in life is to be the poop emoji. Uh, a calling that involves no artistic i mean none of them require artistic expression you just show up and are like it's me yeah yeah totally that's the thing that's so upsetting is that it's like the these people live their lives i think of them as people Uh, (laughs) these people live their lives just to do the same thing over and over again to provide this one service which is by its definition false i have to go back to why are there multiples of the emojis like when Gene takes over being the Met emoji, do his parents retire? Do they just swap days? Like, what's what's the structure? Why? 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 <laughs> I think that from a screenwriting perspective, it's just, we need this guy to have parents, but how do we make sense of that? And I'm sure <laughs> in the room, somebody was like, well, what two emotions make meh? Maybe meh it's like- and meh. But right, that's what they like, landed on. You know, it's like it's like in have you seen Predestination? Mm-mm. Okay. Huge spoilers for, for an <laughs> Ethan Hawke movie from 2015. But Sarah Snook goes back in time to get revenge on the person who impregnated her. 
and she was impregnated by herself and gave birth to herself, it turns out. Yes, I remember reading about that movie now. <laughs> yes, so that that is essentially what the emoji movie people decided on. <laughs> they were I like, mean, I, a meh was... fucks a meh, and it makes a meh. <laughs> I could get on board if they were like, okay, pensive and... Sleeping. Eye roll or something. <laughs> like, make a meh. I'd be like, okay, well then that explains why you made, like, if they wanted to do that kind of thing, I'd be like, okay, well, that explains why you would I get new emojis sometimes and why he would also have to go to work. That's such a better movie, too, <laughs> where, the, where the parents have distinct personalities that clash. One's Choosing eye him. roll and the other one's pensive. Why would you choose meh to be your lead character? Like, I actually think Gene is a relatively charming character, and I don't mm -hmm. know how to explain that. I don't know what it's based on. <laughs> but, like, if you were thinking, like, what's a charismatic emoji? Like, the meh is such a bummer. Is it just yeah. for the bit at the end where he's like, I'm a meh now, and everyone's like, this is sad! We don't like this! Like, I have a hard time because, like, there's, there's so much of his parents being like, I'm so happy right now, meh. I'm like, but are you or are you meh? Like, how so, isn't it supposed to be that you literally can't be both? Let's let's jump back to Smiler for a second because I've got some good Smiler passages <laughs> from the book. Okay, so, she's scary. You, she's scary. the The villain of the piece, Smiler, the original emoji. Uh, she is always smiling. But Hannah, you were saying, does it make sense that they're always trapped in these? one emotions when they feel other things. And I think the argument the movie is making is that they are surface level trapped in those emotions and they filter everything they feel through that emotion. So mm -hmm. for example, on page 40 of this book, let's see, it's when they're talking about how they're basically going to kill uh, Gene by deleting him. It says, uh, Smiler peeked inside the cube. Mary, Mel, she said cheerfully, where's Gene? We tried to have him deleted, but he ran away. Isn't that silly? Deleted? Mary cried. You can't delete our son, Mel barked. Don't let it upset you, Mel, Smiler said. Now you don't have to be burdened with the guilt that you brought a malfunction into our perfect world. Smiler <coughs> grinned. The Mez looked at her blankly. The problem is, our best squad of bots have looked all over and still haven't found him. So, she's being horrifically evil... But her entire worldview is like, I just need to remove the things that don't allow one to smile. Yeah, I mean, I guess that works for me. Uh, I mean, at the end of the movie, everyone's like, yay, our lives are so much better. But I don't feel like the rest of the emojis have broken out of their very limited palette. No. Do you? So well, what, what's... I think the implication <clears throat> is that aside from Gene and his father, a lot of them are happy as they are. Yeah, okay. It, it feels impossible, and it feels crazy that this is true. It feels impossible <laughs> to avoid some sort of comparison to, like, you know, historic prejudice <laughs> watching this movie. I mean, yeah, I, I was trying to be like, what's shocking. the metaphor? What's the allegory? And I couldn't quite figure it out. <laughs> well, I don't think they were trying for one. I think that they were tasked with writing the emoji movie. 
which is thankless. I mean, it's a it's a miracle that this didn't become adaptation where Charlie <laughs> Kaufman was just like, I'm just going to write about me because I can't write a fucking nonfiction flower book. Like, I, you're if you did that with the Emoji movie, I'd go, you know what? I get it. Yeah. <laughs> so I think what probably happened is they're trying to come up with a plot and they go, okay, they're all one emotion. What if one of them wants to feel differently? And it organically flows from that. But the thing that's so fucked up about it is because it's a story about how everyone is supposed to act a certain way. And many people do want to act that way. But one person doesn't and then is like persecuted and they try to kill him. It You just start being like, is it about sexual orientation? Is it about gender identity? Is it about religion? Like, I don't... It's, I mean, it feels I agree. like it's about something. It does. And what's extra weird is that, like, so Gene is ostensibly male. He is voiced mm-hmm. by a male actor and has a little tooth of hair that feels boyish. Mm-hmm. But they never, like, get into that. And then the princess emoji, who's also our nice hacker emoji, Whoa, cannot shut up about being a movie. woman. Oh, sorry. Oh, my God. People are, are listening to this. And they're going <laughs> to have it spoiled for them that the hacker in the emoji movie is the princess emoji. I wish I had some more context on her because they talk about like, oh, the princess emoji left. And I'm like, okay. Okay, was she in charge of something? Was she <laughs> like important to the structure of your she just she just she's just another emoji who's a princess. She right. is now a hacker. She has uh-huh. a little hat and a little wig, so no one knows she's a princess. Right. Um she cannot she, like every two thirds like line from her is like well as a woman you're really disrespecting me which felt weird to me well she has a speech about being a woman in the movie <laughs> yeah where so where they're like blah 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 we're being we're bossing you around and she she goes you know i didn't want to be a princess because people just want princesses to smile and 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 you know be pretty and i i wanted to be my own woman and do, and, and it's like okay i don't disagree with this message <laughs> But is the emoji movie really going feminism right now? It is felt that so the, weird. And it, and this it is wasn't in seeded earlier. Mm. In general, there's like a version of feminism that's like, I'm not a pretty girl. I'm a cool girl that like is so outdated. Like we have to move past it. That she's like, the only way for me to be me is to be like a punk and be tough and not date anybody. And also I'm not a princess. And you're like, okay, you can be both. Like, Chill. She doesn't want to be a princess with the end of the movie. She's a boss. She's people's boss. Okay, a win. A win for women everywhere. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, there's all of this stuff. Every time the movie tries to create conflict, it bumps up the, against the fact that the characters must have motivation in order for there to be conflict. And then the motivations they assign are evocative of larger issues. Mm hmm. And, and putting that the in whole people's thing. heads doesn't help. <laughs> I agree. I mean, it's it's enough that like Jean goes to her and is like, I need help getting reprogrammed. And she says, oh, I know the place to get reprogrammed. It's in the cloud. And the way to get to the cloud is through Dropbox. Okay. And then she basically says, like, take me with you. I'll make sure you get reprogrammed. I just want to get out of here. And they like make a deal. That's all the motivation you ever need. She's like, yeah. I want to get out of here because I don't like it here. That's enough. That's enough. 
And he's like, I want to be good at being a meh. End of story. <laughs> and they keep like layering additional motivations on mm-hmm. her that are so unnecessary and are confusing, right? Like you're saying, they just add stuff. You're like, well, what are we supposed to think about this? Why is this, this here? What does this mean? <laughs> this movie, if it had gone on for 10 minutes longer, would have had Gene being like, I don't want to be a meh because of the difference in our income from the poop emoji. Like he, <laughs> the movie just keeps hitting things, and it's like, I guess I agree. I guess <laughs> sure. Yeah, they're sort of like harmless messages, but there's so many of them. That you're like, what are we trying to say overall? And also, like, can I ask a question about like the real world implication of Gene? Sure. So Gene is kind of just like a moving emoji. He can express multiple emoji emotions. And when the user, whose name is Alex, uses him, he sends like a little moving GIF version of yeah. an emoji, which is cute. Uh-huh. Sure. I feel like we have that now in some form. Right? Right, like an animated emoji. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so my question is, how does Alex ever access that function again? Like, they save the day by Gene does, like, a multiple emoji that wins over the girl who's like, I like Alex, let's go on a date. And Alex is like, oh, cool, my phone can do this cool thing that is a glitch. Um, But it helped me, so I'm going to keep it. And they save the day. But, like, literally, if he's like, okay, I want to send another emoji like that, how does he (laughs) do it? How does he communicate what he needs to them? Like, how, how is, it doesn't feel like their problem is solved, actually. Because the moment he needs it again, he'll be like, oh, it's not here, I guess. I uh, will do something else with my phone. I do hate my phone. (laughs) You're reminding me of my issue with Free Guy, which is that (laughs) in Free Guy, they, like, show you the user interface for how you operate a character in Free City. God, I I don't think I've gone on this rant on the podcast before, but like no, I don't, I don't think I've heard to, this. I'm excited. I've done this. I'm going on a sub rant now. I've I've done this to you, Hannah. I've 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 thrown this idea at you. the The title of Free Guy is the greatest failing of Free Guy. Like the fact that they couldn't come up with a title that uh, imparted that it's like a video game movie. Nothing about Free Guy makes me go, okay, it's going to be sort of a GTA style Truman Show, right? Yes. Go on. Right. Anyway, that's not why I brought up Free Guy. When, in Free Guy, when the leads kiss, the, it, the, the first time it's Ryan Reynolds who does it, and he's, he's a, a, an NPC. He's a computer character. So that kind of makes sense because it's his real reality. Mm-hmm. And then the second time it happens, Jodie Comer is like, you know what? I do have feelings for this guy and kisses him. There's no button for that. No button for kissing? Yeah. How did she do that? The game is breaking. The game is evolving. The game is learning. Isn't that the whole thing? I think maybe the movie is breaking as it goes. I mean, yeah, I don't know. Not a great movie. It's a movie that, like, alley-ooped me real hard. Alley-ooped you in that you loved it and then you hated it? No, and that I was like, oh, maybe this is charming and fun. And then it was like, boom, nope, you hate it. One of those. There was also a point in the movie when I was like, is Taika Waititi going to murder a woman with an axe? How exciting. And then he didn't even try. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. 
Just well, felt like to have some real stakes. Um, I wouldn't have minded it if he was going to attempt to murder her with an axe. This reminded me of my dating life. <laughs> you're, you're so positive, Mel said, but he didn't mean it as a compliment. Yeah, I was saying um, there is a point late in the movie where they are in the cloud and Gene is, decides he doesn't want to change who he is. He just wants to stay in the cloud with the girl. What's her name, actually? Right, right. She's the princess Jailbreak. emoji. Jailbreak. Yes, I didn't want to refer to her as princess emoji because she doesn't like that. That would be rude. So jailbreak, right. So he says to her, like, I just want to stay here with you. I like you a lot. And we can just hang out in the cloud and kiss, basically. And she's like, no, I don't think of you that way. <laughs> Which I thought was kind of, um, you don't get that super often in kids' movies. But I felt like genuinely she was like, oh, no, we're just friends. Thanks, though. Yeah. Thank you. And then there is not a romantic button. They do not ever get together. They just remain friends. That was nice. Kind of a nice touch for a young person's film. I do. I it a is a shame amount. that his rejection leads him basically on a suicidal bit where he's like, I guess I'll go die. <laughs> but there's a, um, there's a line in the book where uh, High Five is like, she's into you, man. And he's like, why, why do you say that? And High Five goes, uh, girls are never that mean if they're not into you. And I was like, High Five has not met girls. No, and we simply must acknowledge <laughs> that High Five is the most horrendous character of all time. And he should be excised from the movie completely. I loathe him. This cast in general is really <laughs> not for me. It's, no. it's really calculated to not please me it is tj miller a criminal James Corden, a criminal in a different way and and anna ferris who i i don't feel like i generally feel one way or the other about but if i'm gleaning either way it's negative i mean she's not bringing a lot to this movie i couldn't have told you that was her voice at all mm -hmm. and she's usually i mean like she's a funny person i've seen her in things that i think she's funny in and in this, she's nothing. It could have been fucking Olivia Wilde in that role, and nothing would have changed. I'm yeah. trying to think of a more boring actress, but I couldn't up with one. Yeah, usually there's like somebody in these kids' movies casts that really, I go, oh, I really like that person, or I'm excited to hear that voice. The only one is Patrick Stewart, and he's just not in the movie, basically. True. Maya Rudolph as Smiler is pretty fun. I think she's making voice choices. Mm -hmm. But I agree. I mean, this is the problem with animated movies today. They're like, we're hiring celebrities. We aren't hiring voice actors. And so you just end up with like boring vocal performances. Like, and I hate to say it, but I do think TJ Miller is doing a good vocal performance. Um, a thing he did a lot of before he got correctly canceled. And hopefully will never work again. Which which thing canceled him? Was it was it all the dodgy sex stuff or was it the bomb threat? <laughs> I think it was um, the dodgy sex stuff and then the bomb threat put the cap on it. You know, that would be my yeah. feeling. That's my feeling on it. Also, he was Here's... never like a charming, likable guy, period. No. So we no. should have seen it coming that he was a J bad person in a skis. My TJ Miller slander just from like an actual comedy writing perspective is like he had that one stand-up special that was advertised on the the idea that he was going to remain wet during the whole thing like all the promos were like 
he walks out on stage already soaked and he keeps getting water poured on him. And I, it just really feels like the type of idea you have for a stand-up special when you're 16. Yeah, and there's a version of that that's like the, you know, Gallagher smashing a water bottle where you're just like, when's it going to happen? That could yeah. be fun. But being wet, like nobody dries out fast <laughs> enough for it to be like compelling tension. God, what a jerk. I mean, it's fine because he's been successfully replaced in everything. Like, he's not so unique that we miss his quality of voice, you know? Right. Like, his Big Hero 6 character is now Brooks Whelan, and I'm very happy for him to have I a love- career. I love Brooks so much. Brooks, if you're out there, if you're listening, I asked we you a really you. annoying question at a show in 2017, <laughs> and I, I still regret it. Here's a, here's a high fives view on, on uh, how, to, how to sort of climb in life. I hate him. So here we when go. When he gets thrown out, I was like, good. Let him die. Gene briefly experiences social media, and it says, Gene quickly pulled his head back out. Whoa, Alex has so many friends. How does he know so many people? They don't know him, High Five explained, but they like him, and that's what matters in life. Popularity. I think I'd rather just have a real friend, Gene said. Maybe once I'm reprogrammed, I will. A real friend, High Five asked? How's that going to get you anywhere? You want fans, man. Now let's get to that piracy app and find a great programmer who will get me back in the spotlight. Just a real piece of shit. Sucks so hard. And like eventually there's a point when he's like, I've decided I do want a real friend instead of fame and fortune. I'm like, I don't know why you learned this lesson. Feels very inauthentic. Yes. And and they do the um the thing where they just tell you that people are bonded. So <laughs> whatever that uh Robert Downey Jr., Zach Galifianakis yep. essentially mm-hmm. remake of Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Are we thinking of the same movie? Yeah, due date. The movie is yeah. called Due Date. The, it's the funny. moment in the, I watched it. The moment in that movie where RDJ goes back for Galifianakis is like peak. The movie didn't earn this. The they're just supposed to be friends in the end. I think I agree with you. I also think that movie has good jokes. Like I think it's funny. I don't remember I a single other a thing years, from it, but... but I trust you. I wonder if now that my my like tolerance level for Robert Downey Jr. is like in the basement if I wouldn't like it anymore. Um, But my friends and I in college used to watch it all the time. And it has that one line where Zach Galifianakis has to say, yeah, I know Shakespeare, the famous pirate, which I think about all the time. (laughs) That like lives in my brain all the time. You know what joke always gets me that like a joke format is when someone says actor's name, oh, from, and then it's something that no one would ever think of them from. <laughs> Slays me every time. So the one from Superbad, oh, Yoda from Attack of the Clones. <laughs> or there's one from um, the other two where whoever it is, uh, the one of the characters sees like a photo of Justin Thoreau and goes, oh, Justin Th- Thoreau from Lego Ninjago? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is like objectively funny. That's yeah, it just works on me every time. I mean, even in um, whatever unbearable weight of massive talent, like uh-huh. Tiffany Haddish being like, "Oh, Nick Cage from Crudes too," like is funny. So it good. made me laugh. There's a, a moment really in good. unbearable weight that that felt weirdly true to me, which is like when I was visiting my parents last year, I was watching like a lot of movies while just doing work. 
in their living room. And none of them really grabbed my parents, except when I put guarding Tess on. Both of my parents were like, this seems kind of interesting, like these two together. And so the fact that it's a plot point in that movie that Pedro Pascal was like bonded to his father by guarding Tess, I thought they, they nailed that. Anyway, anyway, emoji movie. Here's the line I was thinking of. No girls that unpleasant unless they have warm, fuzzy feelings they're trying to repress. I hate him so much. I also think the the character design for High Five is disgusting for some yes. reason. I think it's the skin tone and the fact that he kind of has a little lip situation. Loathe. Horrifying. I mean, most of the emojis are circles with like little legs that are sticks and little hands that are sticks. I think that's great character design. Super cute. High Five is a hand with little legs. No additional arms. Uses his <laughs> fingers as arms. Kind of horrifying and creepy and gross. And he is flesh-toned, like white person flesh-toned. I like how <sighs> High Five tries to make himself into a fist and it, it's like a grotesque contortion for him and he can't do it. Uh, that That is funny to me. <laughs> a, I mean, a character who sucks, right? Like not a fun character to spend time with. He doesn't add anything to the plot. He's like comedic relief of the worst variety. Mm-hmm. Another character, they go back for him, and I'm like, why, though? Like, I guess because Gene has never had a friend and doesn't understand what a friend should be, so a guy he hangs out with is enough to risk his future right. on. Right. A guy who fucking blows. I don't know. He definitely just liked so being near someone else. I don't understand, like, is he not allowed to meet other emojis until he goes to work? Why do his parents keep him? I mean, I get that he's a freak, but like maybe if he hung out with other emojis, he would like socialize and get right. the hang of it. I like that high five in the scene where in the, they're in the club yells back off at someone twice. And because I rewound this a couple times because it's James Corden yelling, it just mm-hmm. straight up sounds like he's saying Fuck off both times. <laughs> like, it, it, it's not even me stretching to, like, make a joke out of this. I kept going back being like, is he saying fuck off? And the this fact that he does it twice. This is a G-rated movie. Like, yes. Well, he's saying back for sure. Yeah. But he's doing it in a British yell. <laughs> it just sounds quite lewd. So I like that they, they got that past the censors. That made me happy. I just found a Vulture article that 17 of the most disturbing moments in the Emoji movie by great and excellent critic Jackson McHenry. And I'm just going to gently read this to myself as we continue to talk. Yeah, let me know if there's any uh, there's any ones we've forgotten to shout out. I just want to say <laughs> I mean, before... Go ahead. No, it's just like, yeah, I think the correct response is that this is horrifying and kind of disturbing. And if you can forget those elements, then like maybe there's something kind of charming in here, but I don't think it's funny. I don't think it's exactly heartwarming. I mm. don't know what the point of it is. And it doesn't feel like a rich world. Like, I, I don't feel like, oh, I want to see Emoji Movie 2. I really want to see them go into Sudoku. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Because it's uh, unlike a Wreck-It Ralph, their mm. realization of these different apps is not exciting sailing down, you know, s- songs as if they're rivers, 
might sound good when you write it, but it it was not exciting to watch at all. No, I mean, the, the creative idea of like, how do we visualize the inside of apps in a way that is not just like the user interface mm -hmm. could be cool. I do think the Rivers of Music, not bad. Uh, so, so many songs in this frickin' movie. This, what is this teenage boy doing? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, one of the points in this lovely Vulture article is, like, the, the, the hacking app that Alex has on his phone is full of, like, viruses, bugs, trolls, problems. What is this child doing on the internet? Right. Which is a fair concern. He has his piracy app skin to look like the dictionary app, which I feel like is nefarious. I, I, I'm not against <laughs> piracy. I'm not saying that. I mean, but a lot of people do it. I personally, I can never figure out the sites that you're supposed to do it on. So I haven't committed crimes just because I can't hack it, literally. But <laughs> yeah. the idea that a teenage boy has a piracy app and he has sort of the foresight to find a skin that makes it look like the dictionary app, that feels like, that feels like more subterfuge than I had at 14. I mean, I... It does make a person wonder, like, what is his relationship with his parents that he's so concerned that they're going to dig around in his phone that he can't have anything private on there and he has to do these, like, you know, like, skins and rigmaroles. Like, that sounds like a bad parent-child relationship to me. We don't know enough about Alex outside of right. the phone. Right. But we know just enough about him that we're, like, supposed to be invested in his girlfriend happiness. Yeah, the human stuff is really not fleshed out. He doesn't feel like Andy from Toy Story. He just feels like some kid. Yeah, and I'm not sure that we need a lot of him, but I think we either need a little bit more or a little bit less. Yeah, it either has to be like the Emoji movie or a movie that has a B plot about this kid. It feels like it has an A plot mm -hmm. about the Emojis that sucks and like a, <clears throat> like a Q plot about the human that owns yeah. the phone. Um, it's very strange. And like, yeah, his, so his phone is like turning on apps without him wanting it to. It's like making noises without him asking it to. He never just turns it off and turns it on again, which would be my first step. His first thing is, I guess I'm going to go have to reset my entire phone. Yeah. Which I would not leap to. I would like live with glitches and annoyances for months. Yeah. Before wanting to go to a phone store. I'm one of those people who's had a cracked screen for like five months because why, you know, yeah. I'm not watching movies on this thing. Let it be yeah. cracked. I had a cracked screen for a long time and it was in such a way that I wasn't cutting my fingers and it was acceptable to me. But like, mm -hmm. yeah, that's a hassle I would not do. I Before know, we get out of here, I do want to say check the Instagram to our fans because the, the pictures in this are actually pretty good. Like oh, just, fun! They're actually there, and they all have like they're very vibrant. Which show you know, me all with, the pictures. We, oh, the we get shrimp so emoji. Many, oh, he's a get, cat. That's fun. Yeah, they're like scenarios that don't pop up in the movie because they're animated characters. So just have them do wacky stuff. So we've got this going on, and the thing that I like about <laughs> these as well. I wish those were stickers. I wish they were sticker pages in the middle. I just tried to peel them off, but they are in fact not stickers. <laughs> um, the, it's just nice. It's 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 very Aww, colorful like and exciting. They're like family photos of Dean and his parents who do have a healthy relationship, mostly. Very Please, lovey oh. photo. Okay, that seems not correct. Between I don't Gene know. and Jailbreak, 
And then right beneath it says friends forever, not like... We too have developed boyfriend-girlfriend feelings like the guy who owns our phone. We got it. One of the reasons we have to wind down is because I keep yeah. almost saying jailbait. Um, <laughs> Same. That's why I was like, what's her name? Someone tell me because it's not jailbait. It's definitely not. Oh, man. But the photos are good. Check the Instagram. Um, also, I think overall, uh, Tracy West, who I didn't even uh, deign to do a little uh, bio on. I, I think she does a good job of, of sort of. Uh, add in a little verve to the novelization. If we just look at the first page, it's it, for a children's novelization. It's it's got a little pep in its step. It's okay. look inside your cell phone and you'll find a complicated circuit board made up of tiny parts and wires. It's fascinating, but not as fascinating as the world you can't see. The world inside your circuit board. Ooh. Textopolis is part of that world. It's she's okay. she's throwing a little sauce on it. Yeah, I mean that sounds nice. I actually so like I don't know. It's not a good movie, and I didn't like it, but I keep looking at pictures of Gene and being like, I like him. I like him. Yeah. I like him. That's a well-designed little character. He's cute, and I want him to succeed and be happy. Yeah, he's got really nice green eyes. and Yeah. yeah. He's got a little chip in his tooth. He has, like, that little hair. And again, I think Circle with little lines for arms and legs is really good. Good character design that I love. Maybe I love him. Gene is a beautiful creature. He's so cute. I'm looking at the photo you sent. He's so cute. And like there's the the like emoji dance that he makes up is pretty cute. Yeah. The emoji oh snap, I want to say it's called. Something like um, that. But it's mostly like hand dancing. There's yeah. oh references several times in I'm the so book. I'm so sick. I feel like I <laughs> totally lost it. We're unwell. <laughs> um, this is for me the fourth day in a row of doing authorized. We have so many things on the ball right now that literally <laughs> every everything that we did in the last four days is from a different like little mini series. <laughs> you're a you're a bold and brave human man, Andrew. I mean, you're no Gene the emoji who no. is so cute. Oh my um, god. There, the there's a funny thing that keeps God. getting shouted out throughout the book, which is I think it's the fish swirl emoji. I'm trying to find an oh, example. Oh, but... yeah, the swirly fish cake that in the movie just like has a very bizarre laugh and never has real dialogue. Well, Tracy What's West keeps going out of its way to be like her way. I called the author an it. Um, <laughs> Tracy West keeps going out of her way to be like, uh, I don't want to never get used like the fish swirl emoji. It did, you know, you mentioned Toy Story, and it did, the, the early part of the movie really made me feel like, I need to be using more of my emojis. I've been neglecting so many of these emotional emojis that need attention. But I'm healthier than that, and I'm fine. And I'm not going to start sending that fish swirl emoji. I like how much attention some of the new emojis have gotten in the last week, because mm-hmm. some new ones came out a week ago, and people are making jokes about the melting smiley face one, like... I can see a like, use for that. The I've one that's like times. big, watery eyes, little smile. They didn't get that one right. That's not what I wanted. No. I'm going to continue to use the big, watery eyes, sad mouth to mean, oh, <laughs> that's so cute. I will not use the new one. It's not what I mean. The thing about the, the melty smiley face is it has two uses, which I, mm-hmm. and I, use, I use it for both. I think this is, is a good conversation is how do we use our emojis? I love this. This is good. The, the the melty smiley face can be, for me, the 
emoji embodiment of the everything is fine meme with the dog sitting in the burning house. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Because it's smiling, but it's melting. Yeah. I However, like I've also used it to unironically mean I am moved by the cuteness of this thing. I am smiling and I am melting. I can see how that would 100% be accurate to both instances. I feel that way about the emoji that's like the face is kind of red and the tongue is out and it has like a sweat drop that's like <sighs> hot. Yes. Which I use both to mean hot as in that's a hot boy. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> pant, pant, pant. And right. to mean yikes, yikes, yikes. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, I mean, I feel like maybe what we've all learned from the emoji movie is that any emoji can mean multiple things. And maybe it means we should delete them all because they're <laughs> all malfunctioning. <laughs> I mean, if I could have a little emoji on my phone that had that little bit of hair and looked like Jean, I would use it 24-7. I think I maybe have to look up and see if I can get an Emoji Movie sticker pack, and then I will send those to you all the time. Hannah Blackman. Yeah. In the format of the authorized crumb, and and once again to our listeners, you're not going to be seeing many crumbs like this again. Up next, next week, we have the Wild Wild West TV show uh, pilot and another episode that we watched. It's a great episode. We just discuss it, you know, how how these characters compare to the movie and 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 sort of how we enjoy the show. Uh, it's it's really good. And when crumbs come back after the next Friday the Thirteenth season, you're not going to be seeing a lot of these juniors. It was a nice little experiment. It didn't work out. I mean, we just ended up talking for like a full amount of time. Often, like we're at an hour right now, and this is probably going to be edited down to what, like maybe forty minutes. That's still like a solid length episode for many podcasts. So the crumb yes. aspect. No, that's fine. I, I'm okay crumbly. with them being longer. I just don't I don't want to only review things that suck and are for children. I'd like to give a brief review of the emoji stickers. Okay. There's not enough of them that are just Gene. Not at all. There's like four. And then that's not what I asked for. That's not what I wanted. <laughs> I'm really disappointed. The one you sent me just now uh, is is a very winning uh, yeah. representation. You're going to get that one a lot. <laughs> um, let me tell you that. There's also, when you open the stickers, it immediately, like, it, there's an ad for uh-huh. another app where you can make a, your own emoji movie, I think. I'm not positive. Mm-hmm. But it costs money and I'm not doing it. And that is annoying. Um, sorry, there's one. I, I'm just going to tell you about the Gene no, emojis. There's one where he's like, eh, eh, having a crazy time. That one moves. There's the one I sent you where he's just like very charming. There's one where he is unhappy and one where he's kind of like shy, bashful. And that's it. That's all you get. Okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. You In the format me. of the authorized yeah. crumb, you're only allowed to say whether you hard or soft recommend a thing. Hannah Blackman, how would you recommend or not recommend the emoji movie, the movie? I mean, hard not recommend, but what I would recommend is that you go online and you watch, like, maybe the dance scene and just get a sense of how cute Gene is, because he's cute as hell. But I would not recommend the whole movie at all under any circumstances. Have the relationship with this movie that a lot of us have with the film Dear Evan Hansen, which is that <laughs> I, j- I only looked at still photographs and it gave me great joy. You could look <laughs> I mean, at it gave stills me the of Gene and you'd at be the- fine. Okay, 
I'm so glad that thing arrived on HBO, Dear Evan Hansen, because I had to rent the Emoji movie, and that felt criminal. I was so mm-hmm. mad. <laughs> yeah, Dear Evan Hansen coming up season three of Authorized Lookout. Uh, all right. You didn't recommend it. Do you have any questions for me? Um, would you recommend the Emoji movie and or its related novel? Hard? Which way am I going to go? Do not recommend. This is really <laughs> bad. Uh, not the most interminable 76 minutes I've experienced, but absolutely nothing to latch on to. And uh, just a terrible fictional universe with zero potential. And it just actively moved below zero as the film went on. So, Yeah, Every t- again, every time I thought maybe I kind of like this, I was like, nope, I do not. I am sending myself that picture of Dean so that I can have it on my phone forever. <laughs> Maybe I should stop choosing things for us to cover based on how's there a novelization of that? Because it Sometimes turns out it that's works like out a bad well. way. I mean, yeah, yeah. I I, mean, I think it, there are certain movies that like are pre two thousand that if you chose based on whoa there was a novelization of that we'd have fun. But this one seemed like a burden on you, and I had to watch the Emoji movie. This th- That logic did give us the Great Expectations episode, so Yeah, that was good. fun. That mm-hmm. was okay. But you do owe me a better movie than the Emoji movie. Okay, well, I promise to someday let us cover a good one. Thank you. Well, I have no idea where I put the Cheetah Girls 3 novelization, so... <laughs> everything's out of order and I messed everything up and I will not change this crumbs hinting at future episodes thing moving forward because I'm stubborn and I want to make it work. Mm -hmm. But Wild Wild West is coming up next week. It's the last crumb before we get into Friday the 13th. And because of how I messed all this up, I'm going to throw back to Cheetah Girls 3 now. Ready? Sure. All right. here's Here's your crumb and see if you can figure out what this is from. I thought you said all three of us could star in the movie. I lied. Only one of you can. But how's that going to work? You'll have to audition against each other for the part. But that will challenge our unshakable bond. Good night. (laughs) 